That's what I'm saying. It's a gift. It's a factory of punchable faces. God bless Coach K. He nailed it. A and factory so, of punchable faces. <laughs> it's what it is. is. I'm sure they're great people. That's what you call this episode. A factory of punchable faces. A good day and welcome to the latest episode of What Did I Miss? I have my serious voice today because we have a serious serious guest. It is the one. It is the only. It is Brad Williams, ladies and gentlemen. Yay! Uh, by the way, a lot of people may not understand or know it since we just came off of NBA All-Star Weekend, but you are in fact an NBA celebrity All-Star Game ringer. Uh, that is That's right. Uh, I played in the game in 2019 <laughs> in, Char- in, in Charlotte. It, it, it went so well, they had to cancel it the following year. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it had nothing to do with the pandemic. Nothing. That was just that. That was just how dominant me and my buddy Adam Ray were. Oh yeah, no, I was so happy when I saw you guys were doing that. I was like, see, now that that's fun. Like that, I could watch. I wish that you guys were on it this year, and I might have remembered to watch. But you, before yeah. we even get started, because I was, you know, scrolling through my phone as one does when they're sitting in their bed, not sleeping, and all of a sudden, you post a couple of videos about an upcoming gig that's not just like a regular upcoming gig. Can you please, cause I'm stoked. Tell everybody what it is you're going to be doing. Yeah. And this is why, uh, like I know you were trying to get me on the show last week and I was like, let's, yeah. let's hold off. Let's hold yeah. off. Cause I knew this announcement was coming and I wanted to be able to promote this and talk to you about it. But, uh, I am a part of the brand new, uh, Cirque du Soleil show at, uh, the New York, New York hotel and casino in Las Vegas, Nevada. The show is called mad apple. And oh uh, I, when people are like, okay, Brad, so you're going to be doing like clown work or like, <laughs> are you going to be doing acrobats? Are we firing you out of a cannon? No, uh, I'm just doing stand up. I'm doing me. I'm just doing it in a very funny outfit. But this is a, it's a big variety show. So there is singers, there's bands, there's magicians, there's comedians. There's, there is the acrobatic performers that uh, Cirque du Soleil is so famous for, but it's all of those into one crazy show uh the theme of the show is the most insane night you could ever have in new york city and it's being done in las vegas and uh, apparently the most insane night you could ever have in new york city involves a, a dwarf telling you jokes which <laughs> i am totally fine with that's how i've always pictured my most insane night ever okay so a couple things one I, there was a part of me that was like Oh my God, is Brad a gymnast? And like, I just didn't know about it this whole because that, I mean, that could, we don't know what everybody can do. Maybe we all have these secret hidden talents, but also sure. your life is going to change, right? Because like you're now on the, like a show schedule in Vegas. How does that work? Yeah. Uh, I go from, you know, working maybe Thursday through Saturday at, at a comedy club to working uh, five nights a week in Las Vegas, uh, two shows a night. And oh I'm going to be God. moving out to Las Vegas uh, uh, for three months. So I'm getting <laughs> um, apartment slash condo slash Airbnb hunting right now. Uh, maybe there's an Airbnb that's like in Wayne Newton's a- uh, animal oh. sanctuary that I can just hang out with a bunch of flamingos. There has to be something weird. Like there's got to be a weird Airbnb situation in Vegas somewhere. Has to be. Yeah. I, I want to do something like that. So I'll be living there for three months. The uh, the the family, the wife, the dog, the baby will be coming out yes! to, uh, to, to hang with me in Las Vegas because that's what you want in Vegas as a two-year-old. <laughs> uh, that, that's a, a healthy world. place. A healthy place for a two-year-old. She's going to learn a lot of life's lessons 
really quick. Like she's going to be really good at drinking by age four. Like she's oh, going to sure. know to balance, like a balance of water in there. Like she's well. going to know how she, she's going to know not to have too much edible. Like, no, I'm, I'm really making her grow up fast. My daughter, she'll be so, able to uh, tell you what urine smells like at 7am on a sidewalk, like, which I think is a skill that you need. Yeah. Personally. Absolutely. <laughs> By the way, but Cirque yeah, du Soleil I'm, doesn't fail. Like this is like, yeah. this is awesome. I am it, so it, excited. It's, it's really cool. I love the fact that now it's like, cause I have a bunch of friends that have seen my act a million times. And so then when I come to their cities, it's like, ah, Oh. Like we have to see you again. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, it changes. It's good. And now it's like, okay, now in order to drag you out to the show, I've got acrobats and other comedians. There's one other comedian on the show, and he's a a, a freestyle rapper. So he goes to the audience. He gets suggestions. You yell out any word. <laughs> I saw him do it yesterday. It was incredible. Um, and then he does like a five to seven minute freestyle rap. Oh, my God. About whatever topics get thrown out. And it's funny. And the best part about it is when you hear freestyle rapper, you probably have a vision of what that person looks like in your head. I'm yeah. telling you right now, that's wrong because <laughs> this guy is a, a white British guy. Does he rap with the <laughs> accent? Does he have or does the accent go away when he raps? Yeah, yeah. He raps with an accent. So oh, it's yes. like if so it's like if Hugh Grant was a G. <laughs> yes. That's what he's like. Uh, he used he's to awesome. be. He used he's to awesome. Be. Okay, this is. God, I'm so excited about this. This gives me a reason yeah. to go to Vegas. Not that I ever needed a reason to go to Vegas, but now I have another one. And Josh Wolf lives there now. Like, maybe should we all be moving to Vegas? I feel like maybe we should all be I moving to Vegas. I think we should. I mean, why not? Uh, have you been on Zillow and gone around Vegas? I know. Like, you, can, you can get a lot for a little out there. That's for sure. Get you one of the mansions. For the yeah. price of a two-room apartment in L.A. <laughs> like, it's so stupid. I mean, I wish that was a joke, but it's, it's not, not really... It's like not. I, I I was in New York a few weeks ago doing shows and also shoot, shooting promos for the show for the Cirque show. Uh, it's where they got me like hopping into cabs in Times Square and like doing all <laughs> oh. this stuff. And you you do what you do when you're an adult now, and and you go on Zillow. I used to go on Tinder. Always. Now I go on Zillow whenever whatever <laughs> city I'm in, and I'm like, all right, for two point five million, I can get a lovely nine hundred square foot <laughs> one bedroom apartment in yep. New York. Okay. Or, then, or I could come down here to is, Texas and get me six yeah, houses. That, Boom. That too. Put, you can put them all own, together. <laughs> you, you, can, you can own McAllen, Texas for $2.5 It's, it's kind of city. amazing. By the way, the one thing I always find fun about this business, and you kind of top, you mentioned it up the top there, was like, like you knew you wanted to put off doing the podcast for a week, right? And there's this weird thing that we always have to do like so, at points in our career where we know we have something coming out but we don't, we can't say anything yet. Like that's hard. Yeah. And then you're going to New York and shooting promos. Do you only tell who just the wife is the wife, the only person that knows these things and an agent yeah. perhaps pretty much the wife. And then the, the, the team uh, yeah. uh, of, of, of people that schedule everything. And like, there's a bunch of friends that are club owners that were like, Hey, I see you're not booked from like, may until september oh, crap yeah you're wide open how about we get some dates and i'm like ah. <laughs> i'll tell you about it in a minute just you'll figure it yeah. out i promise you'll yeah. figure out you'll you'll figure out why it, it sucks keeping secrets because i don't like keeping secrets especially from friends and family and no especially when it's like something exciting you know like if it, if it was like oh i've caught a new version of herpes that is only to dwarves <laughs> 
I'd be like, yeah, I could keep that secret pretty yeah, well. Like, like cool. or if like I had dwarf crabs. I don't know why I'm making them all STDs. But um, I don't either. What but, do you got something you want to say or what's going on right now? <laughs> got some confessions but, uh, you need? Yeah, that would be something I could easily hold as a secret. But this is like exciting. I, I want to tell friends because I want the friends to come out and see the show. Um, oh. I get a little, uh, I, I get a bunch of tickets that I could give to friends and it's all like VIP access and stuff like that. So oh. like I'm hooking people up and I'm like, I'm like Oprah with these VIP tickets. It's just like, <laughs> Oh, you get backstage. You because get backstage. It's Let's like, go. It's always Cirque du Soleil is always such a, all right. It's such an amazing thing. Cause you're like, I'm a human. That's a human. But yet, why are they able to do that? Like, I, I don't understand. We have the same body parts and they're oh, flipping totally. themselves through the air. So it's, it's Mad Apple at New York, New York. When does it start? It starts, I believe it's May 12th is when the previews Perfect. start, which you can get tickets for. And they're real cheap. I, I, I love previews. I, I just looked on the website and I'm like, oh, the previews are like, it, like normally Cirque shows, you can go to, oh, for like $200 a ticket or something Damn. like that. Like these are like $59, $69 a ticket. Nice. So um, go to the preview shows. Watch us suck. No, it'll, previews it'll, are it'll, good. It'll, it'll be fun. I used to yeah. go to previews in uh, on Broadway when I lived in New York a lot because it was easy to get a ticket. You you know you go sit in the front row and boom done and it's still it's the same it's people. Great. You're just watching them yeah. get ready. That's all. Yeah. Okay, and, I'm I'm then, I'm uh, stoked. I'm so like yeah. It's not very often that somebody's doing something where you're like, oh, I'm genuinely happy for you. <laughs> this is one of those. Times. Normally we have to fake it in this yeah. business. We, we're like, yeah, oh, that sounds like, fun. Yeah, so, someone gets something and we're like, oh, that's so great that's, that that's, you're that's okay. that you're replacing. Uh, Tony Kornheiser on PTI, <laughs> you asshole. God, that would be that would actually be kind of amazing. I know. Well, there's no really there's no real good segue from this great amazing news into this. I'm not even sure what we're gonna call it. It's the it's the Fight Club. <laughs> we're gonna launch a Fight Club today, Brad. And the only reason we are given this opportunity is because of one JJ Reddick dropping a beautiful golden egg in our laps. I don't know if anybody was paying attention to first take this week. Uh, that wasn't shade. I was genuinely asking that as a question. And uh, <laughs> he said a few things about Zion Williamson. JJ Reddick is quite the media guy. I think he's very good at this. And I think he knows what he's doing. He's obviously got a successful podcast for years now. But he basically alluded to the fact that being on a team, being in a team sport like the NBA is a responsibility as an athlete, and that part of that responsibility is, in fact, taking care of his body. I think we're all fully aware of sort of where Zion Williamson is on the body scale, like whether it's the weight or the health or the or the injuries, whatnot. Um, he said, and I quote, a complete lack of investment in your team, in the organization, in the city. I get that he's hurt. He's away. But you just traded for one of the 50 best players in the league Hello, this is a pattern of behavior with Zion that we are seeing again and again. I was his teammate. I can describe him as a detached teammate. That is an accurate, accurate statement. Wow. That's almost the worst thing you can say. Like, not a good teammate is a bad thing. Yeah, not a good teammate and doesn't try. Like, I mean, like, maybe he just, because he was also a teammate of Joel Embiid, and maybe he's just, like, reading that playbook and, like, Oh, that's what I should do. Is I right. is I should treat Zion the way uh, he treat, uh, Joel treated Simmons. Um, Wait a minute, are you Team Simmons in that? No. Oh no, God, no, no. I was about to say, what are you Simmons. talking about? I don't At know all. I, I, I I am Team hashtag Do Your Job. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I've it seems pretty easy. It's okay. So that's so basically that got us thinking. The only logical question that you could ask when you read quotes like that is, 
Who would win in a fight? Zion Williamson or JJ Reddick? We're bringing back celebrity fights. Uh, this time we're doing it our way. There are no rules in Fight Club, okay? You could talk about it and you can do anything you want with Fight Club. So we've yeah, got a tale of the tape. We're, 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 we're well, breaking rule number one of Fight Club right now, but, but we're fixing but it. This is, this is, uh, we're, we're starting Beetle Bash Fight Club. <laughs> I love it. Beetle Bash, which sounds like the worst sideshow uh, really on, Fre- on Fremont Street. Yeah, um, it does. In Vegas. No, tie it back. Okay. But yeah, uh, I, I'm stoked for this. I would love to watch these guys. Like now we're, we're in the whole era of celebrity boxing now. Uh, yeah. Real, real boxing is dead. It's all about the celebrity boxing. And if you can't get a Paul brother, uh, then let's go and let's get a current NBA player and an ex NBA player who's a who's who, who's a disgruntled teammate, scorched earth. Yes, let's go. The story's right there. It's right and, and here. I just love it. I love someone and JJ Reddick. From all that we think we know about him, seemed like the consummate professional. Uh, seemed like he was always there. He was sort of a. Uh, 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 cer- certainly a gun for hire the last few years oh, of his career, sure. um, but he won't, but he seemed like he was always trying to be a good teammate, and that's what you don't want is you don't want your teammate calling you out and being like, oh, this guy didn't try, he didn't care, he was just there for whatever the the Campbell's chunky soup paychecks. I mean, that's the thing. It's not like there are ways to be a bad teammate, right? Like you can just be sure. antisocial, you can be kind of a dick to everybody, you can be whatever. But this specific attack about being a bad teammate is it's body related. It's it's time investment related. It's basically saying, "Yo, I get that you're hurt, but what you can't do is what we all do, especially during the pandemic, was sit on our asses, watch TV and eat whatever we wanted to because we figured, "Ah, eh, life's too short. I'm going to eat all of this." And so yeah, it feels uh, like that's what Zion's done here. I mean, he even has that commercial, which I still was amazed. Commercial? Like, who let that happen? Yeah. Oh, come on. And, and come on. Here here's the thing is now and I found this out especially during the whole uh Ben Simmons thing is like if, if if you came out against Ben Simmons, there was a there was a group of people that was like, "Oh, you're coming out against mental health." Right. And it's like, no, not, not exactly. All. Like, if you're having problems, holy crap! I feel like I feel bad for anyone whose job it is to play basketball who has a wide open dunk layup and goes, "I can't do that." I right. feel bad for that person. I have sympathy, but at the same time, that is your job. Like, yeah. I can't say. I'm a stand-up comedian, but I'm having problems, so I'm just not going to go on stage. But you must continue to buy tickets and pay me. That is <laughs> right. That is different. So yes, when you talk, when when you start talking about Zion's weight, there is a little bit of like, oh, you're body shaming. But it's like, Correct. well, but that's your job, and that's right. why you're being paid as much as you're being paid is to perform at a, a, a at a peak condition. And if you cannot do that. Then why are we paying right. you? It, right. it, it's it's like I I I get the people that would be like it's body shaming. He could do what he want, but it's like you can't just be like, all okay, right, my job is athletics, and I'm gonna be I'm I'm gonna get huge and not be able to do athletics, and then still <laughs> demand the money and the respect and all that. And that Mountain Dew commercial, Dude. I mean. When they when they put him in the in the hoodie that was like three sizes too big, yeah, 
Yeah. And you're just like, oh. And they shoot oh, it from oh, this oh. angle, which nobody looks good in that angle. Don't nobody. Dude, we've all learned. Selfie. Selfie up, up. Come on. Maybe, maybe not Britney Spears level high, but like maybe a little closer yeah. to this. But like, dude, and, so, and I will say this because I do know we live in the most sensitive of times um and people love to throw that word bullying shaming they, we throw all those words around and we've taken all the meaning out of all of them um and so and saying that is this there are ways to talk about things like this without being assholes right like i understand the difference between body shaming like if we just sat here and ran a bunch of fat jokes about a person that would be rude and wrong and not cute. Yeah. But we are talking about sports. We are talking about an industry in which your weight is literally part of your resume. Like it is part of your height, your weight, your data. It is all part of it. And you have all of the, the tools with which a person could be at their best. You've got access to the best gyms, physical trainers. You've got chefs. You've got, you've got everything you could possibly need. Everything that most of us would, would give a right arm for. And so, yeah, yeah it is part of your job. It, it is, I don't want my doctor to stop knowing how to do surgery or to not have to update. I don't <laughs> want my, like all of these industries, you have to have parts of it that are, are key. And that's one of them. It's and so I'd like to preface, job. yeah, it's tail of the tape. Okay. There are no. other aspects to this fight, not just going to be weight related, because let's be honest, there is a height differential here of about three inches to get things started. Zion is a, is a larger man than J.J. Redick, but I don't think, and tell me if you agree, I don't think it's going to come down to that simple of whether or not Zion can beat J.J. Redick in a fight. Well, because, like, okay, so Zion is obviously, has the size advantage, has uh uh, uh, has the height advantage, probably has the reach advantage. I would but think. But here's one thing. And the I age. And the age, he's younger. Reddick does come from a family of five kids. And one thing I know is that when people are one of many children, they're scrappy. Okay. They know how to get in there because they, they've been fighting their whole life. And it, 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 if, if they wanted to get seconds, if, if they wanted to play with the toy, they had they had to know how to fight off their siblings. So a good call. Uh, he may have that scrap that I don't know if Zion has had. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've seen Zion fuck up a shoe. I've seen him <laughs> destroy. Killed that shoe. <laughs> a sh destroy a shoe. So maybe he just goes full on like full, full Hulk smash on Reddick and treats him like that Nike and, com and, and completely blows him out. But I don't mm. know. I, I I think Reddick's got the speed. And, I mean, when, when you say Zion's got the height advantage, ah, yeah, Zion has a height advantage over me, okay? <laughs> I forgot who three, I was talking to, Brad. That's on me. That's on me. Yeah, three inches? <laughs> like, oh, it's three inches. What, are you going to be like that reporter asked Zendaya? Like, hey, you're dating Tom Holland, and you're three inches taller than him. How do you make that work? <laughs> I love that them was a so real much. question. Oh, a real that, adult person asked that question. Actually yeah. asked it out loud. How do you make that work? I don't know. You do that. All right. It's three <laughs> inches. Like what is <laughs> three you inches. work with three inches. You're young, you're hot, you're rich. That's how you make it work. Tom Holland stacks three inches of one hundred dollar bills on the ground. Thank you. Stands on top of them and then kisses his beautiful actress girlfriend that's She's how they make it work you ask me how i make it work with my wife that what? how that much taller is your wife than you uh a, a, a 
foot and four, a foot and four inches. Tail of tape so, right there. How do you yeah, make it work, In Brad? order to kiss her, I need a Batman grappling hook gun. <laughs> so it, it, it's a little different. See, this is, I, yeah, I don't even know why I, t this is all you. Okay, so then we can just throw out the size difference. It's out. It's gone. Doesn't yeah, matter. It's it, irrelevant. It, at least with height, because I feel like Reddick has to get a few hits in yeah. onto Zion, but Zion needs to get one. That's if it. Zion gets one, it's like, I forgot who Shaq fought. Shaq fought, I, I, I want to say Wally Zerbiak, but maybe it's just because I love saying the name Wally Zerbiak. It's a great name to say. Handsome It's double. a fun one. It really uh, is. Oh, it was uh, Dudley. Oh, it was, yes. God, that's a long time ago. We're old. Brad, okay. with a reference. Um, yeah, uh, not, was it Chris Dudley? What, what's his first yeah, name? Yeah, it's Chris Dudley. Right? Chris Dudley. Yeah, Shaq yeah. fought Chris Dudley in, in a basketball game, and Shaq swung, and thank God he missed. <laughs> because if he would have connected, Dudley's a mountain of a man, and I feel like he would have just exploded into cinnamon toast crunch. Uh <laughs> <laughs> brand Gross. specific uh, i know right i hope they're a sponsor let's get them yeah i mean well dudley is a pale white guy i probably should have gone with bryce krispies but Blair. uh yeah we could yeah correct it. but like so if shaq connected that that would have been the end of the fight and i and i i feel like that's what would happen with zion and jj jj's got to stick and move he's got to go and, and he's yeah. got to do that but like if zion just goes and just does one which he might. I mean, he might be so fed up with all of this talk about all of this that he's just going to yeah. have just this one moment. He's going to let J.J. run circles around him. And let's be honest, J.J. is a former Dookie, and Dookies have a reputation of being, how do you say, not above board, a little shady, <laughs> a little smarmy, a little sneaky, if you will. What, um, I would what say are you talking about? He, he was once the most hated. Jason Allen? I mean, yeah, yeah right? They, Duke puts out some real hateable faces, okay? Are and that's that's that the Christian gift. <laughs> wasn't a beloved person. That's what I'm saying. It's a gift. It's a factory of punchable faces. God bless Coach K. He nailed it. A and factory so, of punchable faces. <laughs> it's what it is. That is I'm sure they're great that's people. What you that's what you call this episode, a factory <laughs> of punchable faces. That is so good. So J.J. Reddick is the, he for me, he's the heel in this fight. He comes in with sure. the baggage of sort of, because Duke is a polarizing place. People don't let that go. I don't care if you are years retired out of the NBA, no less. Like, people are going to hold Duke against you for the rest of your life. I mean, he hates Zion Christmas Day too. games. Did you know that? J.J. Reddick hated and hates Christmas Day games. You might as well say really? he hates Santa. And if you hate Santa, you're the heel in this fight. Well, as someone who has frequently played an elf for certain <laughs> sorts of things, I have to be full team Christmas. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I, I mean, I'm, that's the thing. I think he definitely is the heel. Uh, and But, like, Zion was a dookie, too, but he doesn't have the dookie stank on him. You know what I mean? <sighs> Yo, oh JJ no, not has, at all, not at all, not even a little bit. So much so, no one even. We don't mention it. No, you don't like when you when you talk about Zion's career, you hardly ever say, "Oh right," and then during his Nothing. time at Duke, like you you don't even mention it. Not once. You, you know, I can honestly say I have never heard anyone talk about it. I like I, there, like you just mentioned, you mentioned three names that you say their names. They had had NBA careers and are having NBA careers. And we still think of them as dookies. 
Like that's yeah. a, that's a whole separate category of dupe people. Um, and yeah, with yeah. Zion, I don't. I think Zion's maybe it's because his name is Zion freaking like. You just have your own place in the world when your name is Zion. Yeah, named after a uh, biblical and, and mountain. Like, it, it, it's it's such a beautiful name. It, it's the name of the the home base in the in in in, in the Matrix movies, the last oh, bastion yeah. of human hope. So it's like, yeah, it, it inspires a lot. And who hasn't been called fat on the playground and wanted to like punch the other person's head in? Thank so you. yeah, I'm rooting for Zion. I'm rooting for Zion too. He just he he would just have to get that one hit in, but like J, like if JJ sticks and moves, and you know, and you know JJ is going to keep talking as he's doing it. Yes, yes. So that's going to make Zion even more upset, and maybe that's how he gets him off his game. But because I imagine yeah. JJ just wouldn't straight up fight like he like he'd be talking as he was doing it. Now I don't know if he's going to be one of those guys that like. Because we all know the little kid that was like, and and I know because I was this kid. I would keep talking as I was getting my ass kicked. Smart, yeah. Don't let him see you sweat, buddy. Fun of them. Never let him see you sweat (laughs) or die or bleed. I tell us never. I by the way, so there's like there are a couple nuggets here on the tail of the tape for these two that I almost it's I don't want to psychoanalyze, but I do want to psychoanalyze because on the Zion side, for example, I'm going to give you a few, and it sort of paints a picture of who he is as a human. Um, his, his at one point in his life, his his mom was like his coach, right? He paid okay. the salaries of the arena employees for 30 days. So we're painting a picture of a very soft, emotional, kind yeah. human, right? He watches anime. So he's got like a certain set of probably skills that he can envision and maybe pull from. Is like, yeah. is anime like, is that what you say when you're really into hentai porn? Okay. I don't, <laughs> did I just paint the picture of a weird freak? No. I'm painting a picture of a sweet, gentle man. Like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> No, I don't know. Whenever, <laughs> whenever someone tells me that they're in that they're into anime, I I just think to myself, I feel like you're trying to tell me you're into hentai porn without telling me you're. Into well, yeah, porn. I think you have to take into consideration the mouth from which the words come, and I feel like in this case, it's genuinely anime. That's a sweet like, guy. <laughs> like he's, an, he's so an you got sweet, guy. right? Sweet. Yeah. Let me live my life. Blah blah. On the other side, we've already mentioned his mm. previous life, but I haven't given you these pieces of information. The Christmas yeah. thing, we know he hates. Yeah. Uh, he's an expert napper. He can fall asleep in under five minutes, which tells me a bit of a sociopath, has no guilty conscience about anything. Okay, interesting. That means he, that means he can just turn off. Exactly, which is a that scary, it's a serial killer trait is what it is. All the horrible things that he's done that day. <laughs> exactly, just, he puts him away. Gone, doesn't count. Done. Uh, as a child, organized his toys by color and shape. This is this is some Ooh. this is some ID channel stuff here. These are signs. And then ate the it same is. food before every single game. Every single game. Roasted chicken, baked potato, asparagus or broccoli, and a cup of coffee. Now, delicious meal, but it's the routine sure. of it that alarms me. I do believe Zion Williamson is in a bit of trouble in a physical fight against what is clearly a sociopath. I, I I think you're right. This gives off a lot of like American Psycho vibes. And uh, JJ Reddick's awesome. Like, if you if you told me that JJ Reddick's favorite band was Huey Lewis and the News, that's yep. I'd be terrified. As I think terrified you should be. of this As man. I think you should like, be like someone who and I see him like having the chicken and the baked potato and the cup of coffee, 
and right before he eats, he has to like organize it yes. so it looks perfect. They can't touch. And then yes, and then he has uh, ev- I I I I don't see him as someone who has washed silverware. Like I think he has new wrapped plastic silverware every Good call. meal. Good call. I think it's like I, the it's like the tools him. when you're getting your nails done. It comes out of that secret box and it's all yes. like sterilized. And yes, yes, yes. And I feel like he does that move from the movie The Accountant with Ben Affleck, where before he gets to work, he does the oh like he does god, that, and then he starts. And then I just feel like he would. So he's gonna study more in terms of this fight. He's meticulous. He's gonna watch yeah. Yeah. film. Uh, of 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 Zion and 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 blowing out the shoe, so he knows to avoid that. Yep. Like he's gonna be very meticulous. I just don't know if all the studying and all of the psychopath in the world will be enough to counter. Because like, and also I feel like Zion's gonna be like half-assing the fight, and then JJ, like I said, he's a talker. Yeah, he's gonna say that one thing. Maybe he'll say something about Zion's mama. That's, and since that's Zion's mama was his coach, oh, that's ah, it. Ah, Rage. Done. And like, so that's okay. So are we agreeing? So we have the age favors Zion, size favors yep. Zion. Um, yes. But for some reason, are we both thinking JJ Reddick wins this fight? I, I think JJ Reddick is winning the fight. And then he's going to say that thing okay. that snaps him. Zion into killer mode. And as long as his endurance hasn't gone down too much, as long as he's still got that George Foreman one Something. puncher's chance. <laughs> That's all you need. It's over. Who has co- who's I'm, Coach I'm, K backing? Do we know? Who do we think? Oh, man. Uh, who's Coach K back? We'll see. I think you have to say who does Coach K back next year? Because now he's still in Duke. That's he's fair. still in it. Yeah. I think you have to wait till he retires and then he'll be like JJ, where once JJ's out of the league, I like I'm hoping that oh, I hope he still once stories. Coach K retires, he starts a podcast and he just starts letting fly. Let me tell you about that A-hole Grant Hill. Yes. Like, Whoa. That would be my favorite podcast in the world if that's what happens. If he comes out and just starts every story comes out. Because you know he's got Coach stories. K? He's got great stories. Yes. Mm-mm. Of course he's got stories. So, All right, yeah, this is our this I, is our first. This is our first official who wins a fight. You and I disagree because I don't think JJ will be able to trigger Zion enough. I think I, I think mm. I give the edge to JJ Reddick. I think he's got the sharper edges, the the cunning, if you will, um, from okay. years of experience of being a cheating turd at Duke. I love you, JJ Reddick. That's just all in fun. It's all in fun. <laughs> Um, by I the way, it's like, ah, he knows how he knows how to be a cheating. He, asshole. Kn- he knows so he's, he's, so he's, he's going to win. He's good with the words. Those words are, uh, trust me. I know words can hurt people's feelings. <laughs> That's, That's why they're fun. And Zion's a sensitive dude. He's a sensitive so dude. As, as, as long as he keeps it like on the surface, as long I'm like, I, I agree with you. I think JJ would win unless he says something about Zion's mama. All right. That's the, says, that's the key. If he says a mama thing, that's like the magic words that wakes up Zion, and then and then all hell will break loose, and then uh, and then Zion will reach over out of the ring, grab <laughs> Mike Shashevsky, go full like Starship Trooper, and like snap him in half. Oh, and stuff I pay like money. That. And he'll, he'll 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 just be going nuts. He'll be like he'll be like the shark from Suicide Squad. 
Oh, yeah. Nom, nom. (laughs) I pay about, I pay like $200 pay-per-view to watch it. I think I I think that's a good I would do that more than any of the Paul fights I've seen so far. Oh, and I paid for all those stupid things like the dumbass. Oh, beat Oh, trust me. I'm done. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm VPNing or whatever the hell it is you're supposed to do and steal it next time. I, I, was can't, a, I can't do it again. I, I was in a casino one time and I watched a, a Paul Paul Woodley won the first one. Yeah, one. I can't, I can't believe, believe we have to. Yeah, why are we doing Ugh. that? <laughs> one. But I watched that one and I was like, oh, this is bad. Yeah, like, bad. Is, it's real it, bad. It's that thing where, uh, uh, where like an actor who you've never seen do comedy before says they're going to host SNL. Oof. And then they do it, and then they're awful, and you're like, "Yeah, I, I knew I this was gonna happen." Yeah. Like, but on the off let, chance that it maybe was good, you needed to be there. You needed to watch. Yeah, you had you had to say yes. I I saw when Eli Manning nailed that monologue. <laughs> Monologue's <laughs> the hardest to say part. I saw it. <laughs> it's the hardest oh, part. No I'll one's there to Eli save you. Under the bus. <laughs> Uh, okay, so that's our first fight club. We've got a second thing. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it's Aaron Rodgers versus his own bowel movements. That's next. Welcome back. Uh, Brad Williams, our guest today, doing all kinds of great things. We just uh, we just discussed Zion versus J.J. Reddick. That's the obvious topic of conversation today. But... Aaron Rodgers back on the Pat McAfee show this week, which was good because I, you know, I wasn't sure how that schedule was going to work once football was over. Um, mm-hmm. It was a lot about he's just in a very zen place. If you listen to the interview, it sounds like he's in a very sort of did a lot of gratitude. Had had some Instagram posts about gratitude and the people in his life, but that's the news wasn't anything about his career. But what we did learn. Right. And forgive me for when I butcher most of these words, but he's <laughs> doing a or he did a pancha karma cleanse uh, a method of cleansing the body from all unwanted waste after lubricating it ah one of my favorite fun words to say it's from the ayurvedic uh, Ayur, ayurvedic uh, you know what I'm, i think i'm nailing that anyways it's a diet right it's a mixture of two grains that are easily digestible and ghee which is that clarified butter that some people were doing with their coffee for a while there no cold yeah. drinks cold food caffeine white sugar recreational drugs alcohol dairy products restricted on that um basically you're just you're taking a big ass rest but here's the Here's the picture. This is the picture painter. Three days yeah. of ghee therapy, um, which yep. is basically you can seam ghee until you evacuate at both ends. Lovely way of putting that. One day of therapeutic vomiting. One day of laxative therapy. Three days of herb drops in the old nose. Many days, just many days of enemas, yoga and meditation throughout. All right. right. You're uh... I have I have many thoughts. <laughs> so many thoughts. One day one day of what'd you say? Evacuation. Uh the uh, therapeutic vomiting. vomiting. <laughs> therapeutic. Oh, they, yeah, obviously. Therapeutic vomiting. I think they're playing Coachella <laughs> next year. Therapeutic <laughs> vomiting. They're not on the main stage yet. They'll get there. They'll get there. Um a day of vomiting. Wow. Just on uh, purpose. Yeah. A day a day of vomiting. Um I'm 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 wondering which all right when <laughs> so he much. does his when he does his own research which is what he said that he likes to do sure. I'm going to do my own research did he do more research on the vaccine before refusing it or this cleanse before <sighs> doing it 
I mean, I don't know. I don't, there's a me, lot of words in this one. There's, it seems like a lot of thought went into this. I love how, paste. like, when he was talking about why he didn't take the vaccine, he's like, yeah, for a couple of my friends, it knocked him out for a couple of days. <laughs> yeah, your 12-day cleanse had a day <laughs> vomiting. A day. Just one whole that, day of vomiting and another whole day of laxatives. My to-do list what? with my daughter is sometimes a full day of huh. cleaning up things that have evacuated from her body that's fair i don't even like doing that i can't imagine if it was me actually do a full day of vomiting all right so what do you got in the schedule all right i gotta go to yoga on tuesday <laughs> we're having um i'm having Devonte over for bunko <laughs> on wednesday i don't know why i have them playing bunko i don't either I that's do. a flash <laughs> um and then on thursday oh yeah Sorry, I can't have lunch on Thursday. I'm doing a full day of vomiting. Yes. <laughs> and then, okay, so How, let me ask you this. Is there a piece of you, Do you have a though? vomiting playlist? Do you, uh, do that's you my like, question. Do you have a vomiting playlist? Any, Are you alone? <laughs> or do you have to have, is there a person with you sort of inducing right. these things? Or is this a like, a, like a spiritual, you have to be by yourself and do all of this? I don't know. I mean, I, mean, I don't Don't get me wrong, because he, he also said- that he needed, it, it, it was like he obtained a, a mindset of intense gratitude during right. this time. And I'm like, yeah, if I'm <laughs> vomiting and shitting for 12 days straight, you can like kick me in the nuts while I'm listening to Nickelback for a month. And I'll How be like, dare that was you? way better. That was way better. <laughs> Thank you. That was way Thank better so than much. vomiting and shitting. <laughs> For twelve, for twelve days. How much weight do you lose? Like I'm not like that. Of course, it's such a chick thing. I'm like, huh? Well, how many do you think I could drop fifteen uh, yeah, pounds? Yeah. In it? How's what that kind work? of pounds would I lose? Yeah, would what are that, we talking here? Would I? Would I, Can I fit into my bridesmaid's dress? <laughs> it's a, am I going to have to do this? Like it feels like it's a mm, no. The, yeah, the, my favorite no. part about it is the specificity of of everything. Like one day, three day, day. but then it's just many days of enemas many many days and also are you administering enemas to yourself are these i mean professionally administered like how does that work with some i mean with some of his opinions um (laughs) over the pandemic i knew he could fit his own head up his ass (laughs) but i wasn't sure i don't know if he's administering the own enema clearly he has a lot of skill with uh with both opinions going out of his ass, <laughs> he could talk out of his ass. He could stick his head up his ass. So maybe the, I think he's doing it by himself. There's a theme here. There's a theme yes. here. I, 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 and and I feel bad because uh, Rogers once actually saw me perform uh, in Montreal at the Montreal Comedy Festival back when he was dating Olivia Munn, uh, love, uh, love the Munn, and. Uh, <laughs> They, 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 they talked to me afterward. They were very nice. They were very sure. sweet and uh, they're really great. Um, so I, I, I feel bad saying all this stuff about him, but it's just, it's kind of funny. It's all right. We evolve. We all evolve into yeah. something else or, you know, whatever it is we are. And it yeah. is what it is. Like I, like and I, and, I, and, I, and you can see behind me, I'm a major Denver Broncos fan. I'm still hoping he comes to the Broncos. So <laughs> there it is. Like I'm saying- there it is, ladies and gentlemen. And that's what makes sports great. I can think you're a jackass, but if you're yeah. going to be good for my team, I'm in, baby. Bring it. Bring it on. <laughs> Bring it on. I, uh, I, I 
look, he has been nothing if not a source of entertainment this year. And it's been, it's run the gamut from, you know, some serious stuff, which is not really things that I joke about because I, I'm like, yo, what, whatever. But this, I yeah. think is a free, this is free, right? We can, we can all laugh about pooping and vomiting for 12 days. Like if you're not laughing at that, yeah. and I'm not, I'm not sitting here debating whether or not the, the spiritual aspect of this is good or not. I'm sure it's cleansing and eye-opening and all the things he says it is. I don't, I, yeah. I don't have the strength, the willpower, or the desire to do it. That's all. I'm not eating ghee and not going to eat. Like I, I, Look, I like an animal as much as the next guy. <laughs> but many days is where I draw the line. Once in a while, do you. Yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I installed a bidet in my house. So <gasps> you fancy ass. That's what I want. Literally. Literally <laughs> fancy ass. Literally. I want that's on my it's on my list. I want one so bad. Uh, it it's the greatest. The I'll bidet toilet right or a separate bidet? Uh a bidet toilet. Oh, so, like the ones in Vegas? God, I love yeah, those. So things. I'm on the thing. I hit the button. It's got a seat warmer. Man, you never leave your bathroom. Beetle. <laughs> I, like I never let me tell you one thing the, if there was one thing I I, I miss on the road when I'm not in home uh, yeah I, I I should say my wife and baby I should say yeah, that you should but but I mean the bidet oh it's, it's god it's, it's on my list experience. dude every every it holiday is. I'm like anybody want to get me a bidet toilet or is today the day like that's, you know that's what? my it's my gift I want it Treat yourself, okay? Treat, treat yourself. <laughs> treat yourself. You have some sort of, I don't know if that's Ninja Turtles behind you. Uh, oh, Buck Hunter and uh, NBA Jam. Oh, good. Yeah, Solid you know, choices. an adult room. That's all this is. It's, that's where I, I reside. Oh, if I turn this slightly to that way, you'll see. <laughs> yes. You'll see something similar. You're growing up um, stupid. Yeah, absolutely. Like this um, will be my daughter's favorite room in the house. But like, oh yeah, God, yeah. Like, like, I like you. You got you. You you buy Buck Hunter and NBA Jam for yourself because it You're makes right. you happy. You're I right. would argue that the bidet will make you infinitely more happy than NBA Jam, and you and you can still use some of the same sound effects. You know, you have some Texas chili, and it's like he's on fire. Hit the bidet, bam. <laughs> You're oh my god, if go. there was ever a place for a break, I'm pretty sure this is it. <laughs> Quick break, but coming back, need, recapping. You don't need more hot bidet talk? With no, but I hope we get a sponsor out of this, good lord willing. I don't have the brain power or the stamina to do a lot of research. Like, I'll research for about 20 minutes and then I'll be like, that's yeah. too much information, I'm too smart now. Listen, like, I don't like, get to want any more information. <laughs> I know, I know you. I know that you got a little bit of money. Okay, you got a little bit of money saved up. You have some lovely friends and family mm -hmm. who will help you accomplish almost anything. Mm -hmm. I think you need to have the same way you could have a flight of whiskey. You need a flight of bidets in Every your house. Bathroom. Every bathroom gets just, a bidet, and you can try them out. You sit down. You're like, no, stream is too hard. Not the one. Not trying to do that. Ooh. Water doesn't get hot fast enough. Not that. Because they it eats up the water beetle. It's the greatest. And by the way, don't get me wrong. I am such a brat. Like if I want something for the last 20 years, I've I've just gone and gotten it. And I'm like, that's how I've sort of lived my life. I figure you work hard, you make money, that you treat yourself. Why yeah. I haven't done it on this and pulled the trigger on this one, I have no idea. 
It's this weird, bizarre, like I've drawn some sort of line. Oh, what's that? You want 800 pairs of shoes? <laughs> Go get 800 pairs. No. Draw the line at the bidet toilet, which is what I want more than anything in the world. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know why I haven't done it. It'll make it, 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 it'll make you so happy. And it's kind of a shortcut to the enemas. It really is. It really is. God bless. <laughs> uh, you know you what? Know, this podcast has had a little bit of everything. It, it's had it, violence. It, it really does. It's like Beetle. <laughs> beetle I'm, I'm 38. So I know in two more years, I got to start going to the dock and. Like, oh, yeah, you, know, you are get, getting that happening. And I know that the bidet has trained me. So like when I get in to the doctor's and he's like, all right, this might be very uncomfortable. I'm like, not for me. It won't be Doc, I'm good. Way ahead of you. Had, you don't even know. Like my like trained. my bidet goes to my bidet goes to 11. Okay, like it. <laughs> By the way, like, my favorite like, part about this is when we were talking to The Athletic before we we launched this thing, it's like, well, what, what would a podcast that you'd want to do be about? And honestly, my first thing and what, first three things was like, I'd like to talk about bidets as much as possible. And they were like, oh, that won't work. <laughs> and yet here we are proving the experts wrong. Yeah. Once again, bidet talk does work, ladies and gentlemen. It's what everybody wants to talk about. It's Aaron Rodgers giving us topics that will make us all succeed. Aaron Rodgers, you've done it again, sir. Zion, JJ, can't wait for this fight. I will pay two, maybe $300 for a pay-per-view. And Brad Williams, more than any of those things, I cannot wait to have another excuse to go to Vegas to see your ass in Mad Apple. I am so happy yes. for you, dude. Congratulations. My very cleansed bidet ass. Oh, I, yeah, exactly. Apple. I'll know secrets. I'll be like, I know something about that guy up there. Tell that's everybody why, around me. <laughs> that, that's why he's moving so, so freely. That's what gives him his punch. (laughs) Clean cushy. So, yeah. uh, Matt Apple, Cirque du Soleil, uh, New York, New York Hotel and Casino starting in May, uh, May May 12th. Uh, I'm there May 12th through August 18th. Perfect. Um, If if you can't make it out to Vegas, but you you have a comedy club near you, go to bradwilliamscomedy.com. See where I'm touring. I'm I'm touring up until I have to do the Vegas show. And then the the tour – keeps going at, after the Vegas run is done unless I do like two months of the Vegas run and, and then they throw a bag of money at me and I'm like, yeah, I'll say yes. <laughs> oh, I went that I will 100% be seeing this. I am beyond stoked. I love Cirque du Soleil. I love you. This is like the perfect situation. What a great love day, it. Brad. I'm so happy you came on. I miss you, buddy. I'm I'm <laughs> thrilled. I get to plug my Vegas show. We talk. Hell some, yeah. We do some bidet talk. Just talking some shit. I, I get to find out that you have, NBA Jam and Buck Hunter in your house, which the next time I come to LOL Comedy Club and yes. am I allowed to say where you live? Oh yeah. Am I allowed to yeah. say this? No, yeah. I'm under I'm uh, a witness protection. So- <laughs> I mean I don't so know what kind of stalkers you got, Beetle. I, oh, I, I invite what- No, you know what? It's been so long since I've had a stalker, I almost miss one. Like it's like, well, where are they? They've forgotten about me. They've moved on. <laughs> are 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 you on WikiFeet? Uh believe yes. Uh, somebody pointed are that you out on to me. Celebrity WikiFeet? I didn't know. Like I thought logically, oh, I know what that is, but I didn't know what that that is. That's a specific kind of creep right there. But God bless it them. Is. You know what? People like feet. I think feet are gross, but you do you. That's uh, that's on. Hey you. man, I'm bummed I don't have a foot fetish. Can you imagine how great my life would be? Yeah. At four foot four, so close to the ground. If I had a foot fetish, I would just walk around all day like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see yeah. it all. It's and on that note. 
Brad Williams, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs> yeah, thank you.